Austin, in our time away, I have added something very important to my recording setup. So I got this remote, and what it does is when I press it, right, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it beeps a little bit, and then I start walking. I can do the podcast as a walk and talk. And I, you know, <laughs> might not mean much for the people who are the audio listeners until I start to get winded because I realize that I can't walk and talk to you for about an hour. But the video people, they, they, they can really see me get a workout mid-podcast. So what what is this? You have like some <laughs> treadmill thing underneath your desk? I got a desk treadmill and it is, um, I thought it was going to be a fun idea. And I think in reality, I was just like stoned on Prime Day and I was like $200 off a desk. It's, it's only a hundred, there's only a hundred dollars. I do. I would love to, to walk and work and I haven't quite found the rhythm yet. I was in a that meeting earlier today. incredibly inconvenient. And I started like getting winded mid conversation because I was walking too fast. And I, <laughs> then I had to <laughs> explain to people. I had to turn my camera on and explain to people. So um, maybe, maybe not a podcast feature, but if I feel the need to get the exercise and I can really get the blood pumping because, oh boy, is, the, is there blood to pump and stuff to talk about? It's It's been a minute. We've we've both been truly all over the world in the last month. You haven't been home in <sighs> weeks? Weeks? Uh, two month? months. Two months? I mean, that's eight weeks-ish. Yeah. Shit, dude. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a long haul, long haul. I think that's probably one of my longest trips for esports. Anyway, what were you most happy about to get back? Was it your own toilet? Did you like sit down to take a shit and just like ecstasy? You're like, ah, oh, yes, my bathroom. Um. No, but usually I don't have a bidet, but the, I have had a bidet mm. for both Bali and Riyadh. So, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's, you know, that's value. Sweden, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I know what your Christmas gift is. It's, uh, well, yeah. I already have a bidet. Oh, oh. I'm you. saying when I get back, that's usually like, oh, I have a bidet again. That's nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, a, a, man, a man truly of culture. It's a. Uh, at what point in two months did you start to go? I really want to be home. Was it like a week, or did you make it a full month? Uh, it was probably like after Bali. So probably by like the start of Riyadh, I was pretty mm. like, all right, I'm pretty done. I think um, yeah, eight weeks is a really long time. And uh, it's a lot of work in a row. And as much as I like my job, um, you know, I think uh, probably probably need some break time. <laughs> I don't think I've listened to you cast as much Dota personally as I have in the last month, as I have like in the last like years combined. Because normally it's like. Uh, like especially with the DPC, it's like oh you've been like doing Southeast Asia or something. I'm not watching that much of it or like yeah, oh yeah, you know yeah. you're, you're like here at an event, but there's like a bunch of casting pairs. It feels like at both Bali and Riyadh specifically, there weren't a lot of casting combinations, so you were just doing a lot of work. And then on my end, I was watching most of all those events, which is a little abnormal for me too. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was only two casting pairs for. All the events that I worked, right? Dream League, two casting pairs. Bali, mostly two casting pairs, um, especially with the production issues that were going on. So Richie wasn't able to cast as much. And then uh, Riyadh was two casting pairs. So yeah, yeah, I was literally doing like half of half of the tournaments. It seems like uh, there was less personnel at those events too like there was there was long days at bali there was long days at Riyadh. uh mm-hmm. shiver and tsunami i think got the rough end of of more than a few situations over the last couple of months uh it's uh but but i 
guess they did it with the amount of people and it was like effective cost savings but it, fe- it felt a little bit like old esports <laughs> there were there were some uh there were some 12 hour shifts i saw getting passed around yeah i think um i think it's probably a bit of a cost cutting measure um i mean in general i i think it's like relatively standard to just have days be cut in half um and have two shifts but i think that's probably how we're gonna keep moving forward um in esports so i think it'll probably stay like two casting pairs two or three uh for most events to be honest Hmm. which means potentially less work to go around if you're not you know those lucky few yeah, I mean, at the same time, it's like, why would you hire more casting pairs? It's pretty reasonable to ask people to do two best of threes a day, I think. I think, I think uh, so. And then there's days where you have uh, a lot of playoff days, especially for certain majors, uh, are three best of three days. So then that's, okay, you're doing one best of three and then two best of three and then one best of three back and forth uh, that is very reasonable so when you hire the extra talent it's just kind of like um maybe you're hiring them for group stage or if you have other casting pairs then you probably need them to be able to be on panel and stuff which is usually what used to happen I also think that uh, magically, I don't know what's what's happened. Well, I kind of know what's happened. Uh, their <laughs> what's production. Happened? It, it, okay, so tournament organizers have stopped hiring people randomly <laughs> and have started hiring with an actual game plan in mind because there was this <laughs> long period of time where esports where it was just like. All right, we'll take uh, you, 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 uh, panel. Oh, oh, well, we've hired four play-by-play casters, uh, and not all of their pairings. So some of you guys are gonna need to panel. <laughs> you know, it's like they. But nowadays, it's like, all right, we're hiring this casting pair and this casting pair, and they're gonna cast the entire time. And we're gonna hire this host and these panelists, and they're gonna panel the entire time. So I think we're being a lot more strict on our roles. I think part of that is the fact we have dedicated panel people. Uh, but I think a bigger part of that is that these tournament organizers have people that are there working as employees that actually know about the talent scene and know what's going on and who should be where and stuff like that instead of just kind of like ah you're popular what do you do again ah you could you're the host now (laughs) you know so you're telling me avo gets one new job and suddenly the con's up for everybody uh i think uh well shane avo i think esl is usually relative like they always have they have enough staff usually that they're uh usually tied into the mix there was (laughs) <laughs> some problems in that maybe like uh, a couple years ago or something some some of the dpc or whatever but uh i think now like shane's pretty tight into dota uh avo's tight into dota richie is tight in with epulse avo used to be tied in with epulse uh stuff like that so yeah do we yeah. do we need to go back far enough to like does anybody care if we talk about dream league it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> I was I was going back and I was like listening to the last episode and being like, where did we leave off? And I'm like, oh, my hair's shorter. <laughs> uh, I think there there are probably just like a couple of. I mean, yeah, nobody really cares about Dream League, but uh, at this point in time, I'm trying to think if there's anything notable that really happened at Dream League. There was one thing that was kind of funny that happened. There was, uh, we had a climate change protest happen at our hotel uh, that we were staying at because they like were the hosting lobby? some sort of conference for, uh, pro- I think it was a government um, conference with energy people aka the oil industry uh and so there was a protest 
outside of a hotel. But yes, there were some protesters that did get inside of the hotel. And uh, I don't know if Greta Thunberg was there or not, but she definitely tweeted about it. (laughs) So one of those days we just like we go out. The lobby is packed. It is like full, full packed, full of people. Uh, Most of them looking very rich and in suits. Um, And then occasionally and then there would be like some sort of scuffle as yes there would be a protester who would get in they get drug out by the police and then (laughs) they (laughs) we we go to our we go to our shuttle and uh jenkins was late to the shuttle by like 10 minutes or something like that and he finally gets there but in that 10 minute window that we were supposed to leave, the protesters have been blocked the parking lot. Oh, no. <laughs> and they, they kept forming a, a chain to block off the parking lot. And we're trying to get out. And they're not they're the Their purpose, I guess, is to not let people in. I'm not sure why they would want to keep people from getting out of the hotel because within, you know, you'd be getting away from the energy summit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they they were blocking that out. And the police kept on like grabbing people and taking them away and that other people would sit down and they would just chain it. They would just chain it. It was uh, it was pretty entertaining. But yeah, there was a there was a lot of angry people. Uh, and, and we were just there to talk about some video games. Yeah, you were like, hey, everybody, we also hate oil, but we have to go. We have to go talk about Dota. <laughs> that, that wasn't working on the. <laughs> no, I mean, I could have told them that I was about to go work for Saudi Arabia, but uh, that might have made him angry. <laughs> I don't think Greta Thunberg would have approved on that. Dude. I, I, I have a crazy, I, I, I have a crazy, I was thinking about something today, uh, because I was in the shower, um, and I was, and I was washing myself and I was like lathering up and I was going, Jean, 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 Gina, and because that <laughs> fucking song has ruined the last week and a half of my life, um, yeah. I think sports washing works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Especially when the, like... When the community is like pretty fed up with the quality of events, <laughs> which will probably lead into us talking about Bali. But yeah, if, if you're fed up with the quality of uh, the events going on and then there's uh, production wise, a very nice product, uh, people very quickly stop caring. <laughs> Man, it's pretty it's pretty funny how, how quickly, you know, people uh, change their tune. When there's no stakes involved outside of just the free product that you consume being a little bit higher quality. <laughs> You're like, wow, there's um there's not any audio airs. <laughs> or like, hmm. This is just better. Man. I you spent a little bit more time in Bali than I did on the front end and the back end, but we were both there and uh man. I had to explain to people at work uh, that, like, oh, man, we got to stay at the nice hotel because there's, like, armed guards at the front. So <laughs> you got to, like, stay there to let it in and, and do the content. And uh, I I had, like, a conflicting time at, at our hotel in Bali for, like, this, like, I, I'm going to do, like, I'm going to complain about a couple first world problems on the show. Mm-hmm. This this yeah. is this is the this is the first of more than one. I was really creeped out by how nice everybody was to me all the time. Yeah, the uh, Southeast Asia sea hospitality and uh, Arabic hospitality are pretty above and beyond to a point that, yes, it it does get annoying. (laughs) Like, Like, no, please just leave me alone. I don't want anything. I don't need anything. I just want to be left alone. I've never I've never stayed somewhere that did like room service routinely three times a day. And oh, like like, <laughs> the, like cleaning your room? Yeah, like cleaning your room. Hey, do you want any water? Like walking yeah, through the halls yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, Hi, how are you doing? I hope your day's going good. I was like put my earphones in and be like, Oh, I'm gonna go to the beach and be grumpy about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, people always talk about like American small talk and like how obnoxious it is. It, it, like all, all, all I could think about in those situations is like, man, the Europeans must be going crazy here. <laughs> because all I hear them complain about is like, oh, American small talk and like how they're fake nice to you all the time. And I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just like, this doesn't even compare. <laughs> Um, the, the the very first day we were in Bali was fun because it was a break day so we just like got to swim and have daiquiris and be by the bar uh, I don't think any of us went in the ocean so nobody got like needed lifeguard help like beast coast <laughs> but <laughs> yeah you're you uh when there are there is a beach mm-hmm. and they have flags do pay attention to those flags they are important the ocean will kill you. Man, I saw that story and I was like, wow, I didn't know about that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the, 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 the whole thing was wild because so like we were at essentially a vacation resort. And I th- think it was kind of a slow time for the resort, which is probably why they were able to get so many rooms and have so much stuff going on. There were a lot of like weddings going on. There were definitely like a lot of couples who were there on like honeymoons and vacations and a lot of people, which makes sense from uh, Australia, but, but it, it felt like a little, a little, little bit empty, which was nice because it was just like the, the these Dota buffoons had, had the run of the resort and, uh, like in one area, it was like all the production and all the scrim rooms and the other areas like where most everybody was staying and there were there were pools and more debauchery. Uh, it, it was it was kind of cool to go to a tournament and not just like go from the hotel to the venue and the hotel to the venue and just like do work all the time. There was there was much more of a focus on, oh, the venue is our hotel and the hotel is really cool and like we're going to kind of party a little bit. Yeah, that was that was for you guys. The the talent <laughs> in order to get our full day rate uh, had had to get shuffled off to a, a different hotel that was outside of the uh, Ayana like compound. Mm. It was still I, it was still a perfectly nice hotel. Uh, it was just not <laughs> crazy rich resort levels. But yeah, that tournament was pretty insane. From like. Uh, a life quality for talent and players there the production was terrible but you know (laughs) everybody who attended the event as a player or talent or you know whatever in between was it was a pretty nice event to go to that's for sure it's gonna be one of those things that we just talk about for a long time like ah man like dude we we should have another event in bali Maybe not for the production. I, I don't know how many stories or things have like fully come out about it. I'm not I'm not here to dox, you know, all the issues. Uh, I've, I've heard I am. Some- I'll talk about it. <laughs> all right. So we uh, first day we show up and we're still supposed to do uh, some rehearsals. And they have this very, very nice. Uh, I mean, they have an outdoor panel. Right? That was the intention. If you watch the start of Bali, you got a chance to be able to see the outdoor panel. It was uh, relatively nice. The uh, The background of, you know, the, the set was gorgeous because it was on a rooftop of one of these hotel buildings. And so you got this beautiful view of all these trees and a little bit of ocean in the background. And the sun was going to set. Everything. It was it was very, very nice. Um and it looked all very nice, but the structure around the set was uh, was not particularly large. Uh, as in, it wouldn't block off very much sun as the sun moved around in the sky, because it, it does that. It does hit you at different angles. Uh, like and, as the day, uh, like as the Earth, like... Rotate. Yeah, okay. it, it does this rotating thing. And actually, huh. from our perspective, the sun moves, uh, but it's actually we're moving around the sun. It's kind of trippy, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does PPD mean effectively. Me the Earth was flat. It, no, not not true. Not oh. true. Actually, huh. actually, a sphere. The, uh, <laughs> the so it didn't have the best, but it would have been fine. Uh, I think for sun and stuff like that. Um, 
maybe you'd have to like bring some sunscreen to make sure that when you're sitting on panel there are some angles where you might get some sun on you but uh rain would be a, a bigger bigger problem there um but fortunately um we were told it wouldn't rain now of course you and i joey did go to bali uh after singapore which uh not quite the same season that we were there but a similar similar time of the year yeah not too not too bad uh would you say it rained much while we were there i would call it uh uh sporadically often yeah. It's, it's like an island uh, kind of close to the equator in a season where I think they call it like monsoons or monsoon adjacent. Like the weather yeah, changes on a dime. Yeah, we're effectively there during like the winter season. So to hear that it wasn't going to rain at all was surprising to me. Um, but apparently the hotel who was a sponsor of the event and is would be incentivized to have a good event uh the hotel assured the tournament organizer <laughs> who then insu- uh, assured us that there would be no rain i'm sorry let me stop um, you for a second the yeah. hotel that controls the weather <laughs> yes this hotel assured us that there there would be no rain during the rainy season of bali uh because they they had actually spent money to make sure there would be no rain because they invested in a rain shaman. Yes. No, no, hold on, gotta give me a sec. They invested in a rain shaman to ensure that there would be no rain during the event. I don't want to. Um, oh, um. So that was that was even more surprising to me than the fact that there would be no rain because I didn't realize that rain shamans were still trusted in the 20th century or 21st century. So the fact that a very expensive resort had entrusted their event in the hands of a con man was surprising to me. But, you know, you, I try not to judge too much. Did you meet the rain and shaman? No, sadly, sadly, no. <laughs> oh, man, you could have got a selfie with him. I would have I would have loved to meet that person. But uh, I believe he he uh, I, I, if I had to guess, I don't think rain shamans stick around very long after they've been hired. I, I assume that they they do their business and then they get out pretty quickly. So I don't think he stuck around to see the results of his work. I've never seen a seen a call sheet with a rain shaman on it before. <laughs> yeah, you you might you might not ever again because would you believe it, Joey? What the rain shaman did not stop the rain on day two of the group stage. <laughs> He did. He didn't. He, he couldn't even keep it away for a full twenty-four hours. It was, you know, it was sunny for rehearsal. The day started off sunny, but God bless him. He he tried. He tried his best. He tried his best, but his best was not good enough because it rained, Joey, and it rained a lot. I, I, I have some questions. Do you fire the rain shaman? <laughs> no, if I had to guess, the rain shaman business is probably a cash up front deal. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's a half now, half later after half on delivery of sun. <laughs> no. No, I don't I, I think that business is probably um Do you do you think the rain shaman? I'm so caught up on this. Do you think the rain shaman believes their own hype? Like, do you think the rain shaman is self-aware that they're kind of a con person, or do you think that they are so into it that they actually believe they're a rain shaman? Because I can kind of see both, like like a grifter situation or like a like a like a devout in some way situation. I I wonder. 
I wonder what the truth is for people in that position. Yeah, it could be that uh, I thought about this quite a bit, actually. Um, as you would imagine, learning that a rain shaman was hired for it event did occupy my thoughts for quite some time. And I, I did really think about it. Now, I think most rain shamans are probably grifters and con men who, uh, you know, do their business. And then at some point in time, their reputation gets sullied because it rains, rains. You only yeah, call one rains. if there's going like that. Everything is working against them. You don't call a rain shaman in Death Valley in the middle of July. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, that 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 is that is kind of my guess is that it is. Is the rain shaman supposed to like? Is his usual business to bring rain, and then this was like a special deal? He was like, "Oh, you need me to keep away the rain." Well, that's much harder. That's gonna cost you twice as much. Um, it, maybe if he specializes in in not having it rain, then maybe he usually works. You know, like. The, the the winter season is like his holiday season and he really doesn't show up as much unless it's a really big deal. Uh, you know, he only works during summer to keep the rain away. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. But uh, I, I, I do have to mention if you are a true believer in what you're doing. I, I, I just imagine that uh, the, the rain shaman thought that maybe there were other rain shamans involved. You know, like he did what he could, but there was five other rain shamans working against him to to make the rain happen. So really, we he, really he should be telling them, well, you should have you this. I was on ill equipped for the job. This is a five person job and you only hired one guy. You cheaped out. And what do you expect? Uh, you know, be so <laughs> before you get back to. Before you get back, to uh, I've just been thinking about battling rain shamans for weeks now. That's that's all I've been thinking like, about. Like you have to like draft a rain shaman with better stats, or you need to like have a harem of rain shaman. They're added. Like rain shamans are an additive property, and the more you have, the better it is. Yeah, I'm like, are do these rain shamans are they like specialists? Do like some specialize in keeping the rain away? Do some of them specialize in having it rain? Is there a hail shaman? Is the does, is there a lightning shaman? Does he bring the thunderstorms? You know, he brings That's the Shakira. thunder. Shakira yeah. brings the thunder. Yeah. Um anecdotally real quick before you get back to why the little easy pop-up tent that was on the outside panel didn't work. Anecdotally, um I was hanging out i think it was maybe the day before grand finals it was like one of the final three days of the event right and uh we we weren't playing i went to the gym i was just gonna like go watch some dota and relax it might have even been after games it doesn't matter and i, I there, there was a pool that was down by the ocean um so so you can like be in the pool it was like chlorinate and the perfect temperature there's no riptides and you can just like look out and be like holy shit we're kind of in paradise it was objectively really cool and nice right um mm -hmm. <laughs> and i'm like i'm just gonna go down here and i'm gonna watch some dota by the pool it'll it'll be cool I get down there, I, I kick my feet up, I, I order like a Mai Tai or something, and then the drink gets delivered to me, and the guy says, oh, by the way, you're going to want this umbrella. And then I go, why am I going to want the umbrella? <laughs> the, the sky opens up, and I just watch everybody uh leave the pool leave the area because it is uh there's puddles forming around me it must have rained like an inch in an hour and i'm just sitting there listening to you cast some stupid fucking game not even on my earphones because nobody's around i like like the speaker is on by the pool <laughs> i'm just I'm just watching dota and everything is just soaked in the matter of minutes um and i was trapped out by the pool <laughs> uh watching dota because the rain was just sporadic because that that's that's what it's like there it can be sporadically 
crazy in an instant. It's just it's part of it's part of the cycle. Uh, so I imagine if that happened to me on the pool when I had kind of like a safe setting and I was enjoying myself and I liked the rain. If you're probably in like a broadcast situation with say like a built tent that's outside to do a live broadcast with a bunch of you know expensive streaming gear and cameras and microphones and equipment that potentially being in the middle of the monsoon is not good is that probably not okay i i I mean you would know more about this than i would but (laughs) outdoor production in the rain that doesn't sound super friendly no specialized gear normally you don't want your talent who are like all in hair and makeup and stuff to get like wind blowing on them it's bad for the audio stuff can short circuit not like in a dangerous way but in like a, we want the broadcast to keep going way uh but i mean obviously they didn't care about the broadcast going down other times but that's a different story um <laughs> you know, I, I apparently I heard... the biggest issue was the signal mm. for the uh wireless microphone setup the signal was electricity in the completely air. fucked mm-hmm. whenever it would rain. The the water droplets, it's wild. The, 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 like like the, the water droplets, uh, the, mm-hmm. when 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 the when the signal goes through them, when it goes through water, it just distorts the waves. So if it's raining enough and there's enough water in the air, <laughs> so your if wireless there's a sheet devices, of water between you and your receiver yeah the the water actually distorts the signal which is really cool and not normally a problem you deal with because normally you don't use that stuff in a downpour um (laughs) i i also heard uh, i heard a rumor that uh people were scared to be under the tent because once it started to get windy it was like a little bit sus so that that okay now that i think is an overreaction but yes there was apparently a, a loud crack uh coming from the the tent system as the uh the water built up in some way i don't think anybody was in danger i think people overreact the rain shaman was in danger of getting work again yeah. <laughs> yeah the rain the rain shaman is definitely being hunted down somewhere in bali but uh he probably just moved on to a different island. So the uh, but yes, they that happened and the outdoor set is completely ruined and they managed to find a different spot to set up and did that within like 12 hours. So once again, <clears throat> this is twice now that uh, Eples <laughs> has been in a a uh, an event this year where their original setup did not work at all and they had to tear it all down and put it back up in less than 24 hours more like 12 to 9 hours uh people had to stay up all night essentially to to get a, a setup going so <laughs> this time around it wasn't the casting desk so you know i i didn't give a fuck another one i was in my hotel room that they set us up in the entire time so and my setup was the same from the start to the finish all good i know how much of a bummer it is uh to look at the original set again beautiful when it was working as projected there's like a sunset there's an ocean and then Mm -hmm. they had to move to like an emptying wedding venue with whatever miscellaneous props chairs stuff they could steal from the hotel and they're just like wasn't enough lighting so they went from outside in paradise to inside without proper lights and i was like oh boy i know most people probably don't give a fuck about this but i know that hurts oh yeah you pretty much could have been kind of anywhere yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was in a hotel room. They were in an indoor setup that was not the most amazing. So, yeah, they it, that event from a production standpoint all the way up until the actual finals could have been anywhere. Uh, and it would have been the same or if not better, probably. So 
<laughs> that that part isn't great. Uh, but similar to yeah, Lima, they, like I'm so, sorry, but like so similar to Lima, it's you don't have the option to just like run to the big electronic store with all the extra stuff you need. Like that is not just a quick car right away. One in in Bali, nothing is a quick car right away. <laughs> everything everything is is icky to go anywhere. Uh, but oh. Boy, there's like nothing they can do. They just have to work with what's on hand, which I think that's also part of the reason why they had issues with like the B stream and the C stream and like all the extra broadcasts that like just stopped working after the first day. They had to just truncate them to make one thing work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh,. <laughs> I mean, at this point in time, I, I, don't, I don't know what to what to say. Uh, Pulse, they uh, they do a really good job with their CDPC. Um, as far as I understand, the people that they usually work with for the CDPC were not the same people that they worked with for the remote broadcast, which uh, I believe both times. Uh, the Lima and Bali Major resulted in a production team getting fired midway through the event. Which so. is crazy. I cannot tell you. It, like, there's no, uh, there's no way for me to describe how insane that is. They're like, yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna fire the production team, and we have to move everything on site. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot. I heard, um, I think this is okay to say, because of the betting laws in Bali, the or Indonesia, the broadcast actually had to go from Bali to Kuala Lumpur back in Malaysia and then get fed back to Bali. So also there were just some fun snafus with like people having seconds delayed audio in their ear and not being able to like switch cameras properly and like small technical things that went to the broadcast also feeling a little bit more amateur but it wasn't that like the people doing it were amateur necessarily it's that they everybody was working off like a second and a half delay yeah that's uh again two different times where i've been on a LAN and worked with a remote production uh which is i think relatively rare most of the time, the people that I'm talking to, I can talk to on site. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, another situation that you know. It's it's like that. Uh, it's like that meme about like you know, if I had five cents for every single time, you know, this <laughs> this thing happened, uh, I'd have a dime, which is not much, but it's kind of weird. <laughs> you know. So then, you know, gr group stage aside. Everybody makes it through. Like, people are kind of enjoying some of the games. Uh, we get to the main event, and golly, it feels so weird to, like, kind of shit on some of this because uh, they put on a tournament in Paradise, right? But the actual venue itself had some issues, <laughs> which... Yeah. It was... Basically, there was, like, a field at the at the gates of the resort that they use uh there, there was like a built-in amphitheater type stage which is you know what the booths were on and what the whole tent was built around and where like most of the production was right and then they they build a big tent around it they have audience there they put out the screens not i i didn't really understand the 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 audience situation but was what was interesting to me was that there there obviously weren't a ton of tickets sold uh but kind of by design but I think the people who bought tickets and also traveled to Bali because the tickets were so fucking expensive had the disposable capital to not have to be at the event for every game they didn't want to be, right? Like they were either at the resort or maybe they realized their viewing experience was better in their room or they were in Bali or they were like around there. So so I, I think that because the ticket prices were so expensive – it was mostly a crowd of affluent people and they could be okay not being in the audience, which made the small audience look even smaller at times on top of the viewing. And part of the reason to not be in the audience is that the viewing experience wasn't great. 
Yeah, once again, there's this tricky thing where um, the where the sun is in the sky <laughs> changes according to different times of day. So even though you think the sun is above you and therefore this roof above your head will block out the sun. Uh, unfortunately, there are times of day where it's not actually directly above you and it, it, it comes in, the sunlight comes in at an angle uh, and that is is unfortunate for uh, anybody who doesn't want to die of UV exposure and or wants to see the television screen uh, with some some kind of clarity. So uh, (laughs) the umbrella major memes were really funny for the shots where the crowd just all had umbrellas. Yeah. one of my favorite uh, at at the uh, at the end of the event, I, I was hanging out with uh, Aries, uh, bless his soul, one of my favorite chaps. And uh, from sitting in the crowd with his badge on and his tank top, he had sunburnt into the back of his neck his lanyard from sitting in the crowd, <laughs> sitting still in the crowd, which was really funny. Um, you know what? I, I, I got a, I got a pet peeve. This one feels like a small one on top of you and everything else, which is, you know, kind of some version of air to egregious. Uh, when you are watching a Dota event, when you are setting up a screen at a Dota event, you really shouldn't block the minimap with your boosts or stage design or anything because I'm sitting in the audience and I'm like in front of the big screen, but you just can't see the mini map <laughs> so you gotta like look at the smaller screen off the side and now you're playing this game almost like you're playing dota where you're like okay i can read this information here but this is what i want to look at and like, this is better for the kill speed and it's like you're watching a tennis match because your head's ping-ponging all over the place but in the grand scheme of things that complaint feels small <laughs> compared to having the sun wash out the monitors a couple times <laughs> Yeah, when you straight up just can't like see half this the screen because of the glare. Uh, that, I mean, that is one of the most upvoted posts of this month. Three thousand upvotes, paid premium just to watch half this screen. I like. I never went to the venue um, because it was why hard to would get to. I do that? It yeah, it, it, it's not the easiest to get to. Uh, it's not the worst to get to. You just like have to wait for for a shuttle. It goes out there, and it's like a five minute drive. But it's uh, it's just like why would I do that when I could spend the entire time at this luxury hotel? <laughs> like wh- why? I the only reason I ever went to the venue was because they wanted to take a group photo at the end. Which I was so tempted to skip out on, but I was like, you know what? I'm a team player, whatever. They when they want, they pay. They pay my day rate. They want me there for a photo. I'll go there for the photo. So I went there after the tournament was done, as everybody was leaving the event. Is when I got there, um, and yeah, I mean, it was kind of nice. Like like walking in that evening when the sun was down. Uh, it did look really cool. I will. I will say that it was. It was very nice. But I didn't go there when the sun was out. I didn't go there when it was raining. I actually don't think it rained during the period of time that the finals were like, as in the, when the venue was in. There news. was some rain at night, uh, like the first day. I know because we had to walk out with umbrellas. But like most of the rain did not happen during the finals. See, that's why I think the rain shaman probably tried to sell them at that point in time. He's like, I got no rain during the important part for you guys. Because if it rained, then half the audience wasn't even covered. So, you know, there there was just going to be a bit of a shit show. But for the, the main venue to be in use, it didn't rain much. And I will give it to him. Um, or her. Rain shaman is an equal opportunity job. There were, uh, it was windy. And the way the tarps were set up, the, the 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 temporary tenting was set up, is that like if the wind gusted too hard, it would make like really fun knocking noises, and you'd go like, mm. hmm, "Is that good?" And also, <laughs> it, it, like it, if someone was paying attention really closely, there were a bunch of like uh, 
prop rocks, fake rocks, kind of put around the boost for set decorations. But they were basically made out of styrofoam. So the wind kept on blowing the rocks all around the stage. <laughs> and it was somebody's job on the stage to, like, get the rocks back into place. And during the game, people would be watching. And then right. on stage, there would just be somebody who's, like, moving the rock. Um, the bathroom situation was wild and fun it was more akin to a festival than uh any other in, in, in any other event we've been to uh they had a special set of porta potties for like teams crew production anybody who was backstage and they had two men who were back there full time to clean the porta potty after every use Good, all right good 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 bathroom service um some of the only air-conditioned places uh, were like in the back which was good because it was fucking hot my body's not built for that um but man the uh whew, the event itself let me let me complain about another first world problem thing i got another first yeah. world problem for you do you know how mentally exhausting it is to consistently get second place. Uh, I don't. I don't think you do either, though. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm being. Uh, I. I have a lot of people telling me about it. <laughs> mm, yes. 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 Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Liquid gets second again. You know. I. I will say that I've. I I don't think there's any esport out there that is harsher to get second place in. I I will say it is it is incredible how much the community has hated the success of gaming gladiators and Team Liquid. You know, like I feel like other esports scenes would have been like, "Oh, this is a fun rivalry going on," and like every, you know, we get to see can Liquid do it this time. Like I feel like there'd be a story there, but Dota community is ruthless, man. They're just like, "I hope you fucking fail. Give <laughs> someone else a shot at gaming gladiators, please. You guys suck." Even though they go through a competition to prove that, that the they team. deserve to be there. Even though they there is an entire competition with a group stage and a playoffs that you have to play through to see who's good enough to play the best team in the grand finals. And Team Liquid won that part of the tournament every single time. They were always the best team to face the other best team. So it's incredible how much the community absolutely shits on them for being the best team to face up against the other best team. From that the lower bracket. Quite impressive. From impressive the lower thing. bracket every time. So not only did they prove themselves, they proved themselves extra. They played more games than everybody else. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Tony community is it's gone it's gone crazy, man. Uh, and and the, uh, like the I'm not just saying because the liquid thing or the game of gladiators thing. I understand people's hate toward Quinn right now. I think Quinn griefing games is shitty. I've told him as much. I've reported him in my games. He's still my friend. I still like him a lot as a person. I I I'm friends with Liquid. It sucks that they keep on getting second. But, you know, like, so I will note that I have personal ties here, but I feel like this is just one symptom of many other things with the Dota community that are incredibly negative to a point of being an unenjoyable community to be a part of. <laughs> Like, like I, I will say there are some great memes that has come out of this one. My by far my favorite is the liquid and the horse shaped into a two. And then the other one being team liquid being the best lovers of all time because they consistently come second. You know, like those two great memes. But <laughs> that's like 10 percent like memes and then 90 percent like people seriously aggressively being dicks it's like I, think, I don't know man i think it's extra worse because they're both western european teams the the amount oh, of yeah yeah 
the amount of uh like post Riyadh uh, comments I was reading of people going like guys the viewership was so high because Gaiman wasn't in the finals fucking that's did you see those numbers they popped the fuck off because Quinn died <laughs> and I'm like what what are you talking about you couldn't watch on Dota TV and the time zone was better and the event was getting a lot of hype that's why more people were watching and they're like no no it's because of these teams dude yeah yeah it definitely wasn't because of those teams because it's not like uh team spirit does like team spirit has a fan base to be sure but they don't have the same kind of fan base that say nigma galaxy if they were in the grand finals now that's a fucking then you could look at the viewership and be like holy shit you know like not they, these are not the most popular well team liquid kind of is but these are not the most popular orgs that bring in the extra viewership you know um so i i mean i do think it definitely made the finals more interesting to have in a regional than i think we have been spoiled in Dota to have a thriving international, interregional competition that has consistently, uh, you know, made it so there are different regions in the top four. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it, it was intense. And the funny thing is, is people get mad at the winners, but I don't see them getting mad at the losers. Like, you should be getting mad at fucking, you know, like, Talon. You know? Like, get better. Get in the grand finals already. You should you should be getting mad at Bet Boom. Oh, I can finally say their name again. You can <laughs> get mad at Bet Boom. They're supposed to be, like, the best team in the world based off of their talent. They still are dogs. You get mad at PSG LGD or fucking, uh, who, 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 fucking Azure Ray. You know, like get mad at those the fucking Chinese teams. Why aren't you up there? Get mad at Shopify. Why? They already get are. mad at EG. <laughs> yeah, get mad at Shopify. Like, uh, they, they, God, they really are already. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, yeah, they do. People, people at this point in time have accepted Shopify's uh, mediocrity. I think. I think people have lost hope that uh, they're ever going to be a, a top tier team, except for like the super hardcore fans. They're they're still there, but. Uh, you're yeah, right. like get get mad at the teams that are like supposed to be good, like Shopify, like PSG LGD, and like just aren't making it there. EG, another example of a team that like should be up there but is failing right now. But people they, like, all, mad they, at like them. all got EG gets points, knocked right? out in the fucking group stage when they're supposed to be like a top eight team easily, probably a top four team. They did it last major, you know. Uh, they did it at Berlin, and, and and people are nobody gets mad at them. You know, so I actually. Weird. I, I, I have a theory on that, not to get too serious. I don't mm -hmm. think we see any EG fans like on Reddit or too many like public forums because the people who really were EG fans by and large are all Shopify fans because they were a fan of that team. And now EG's fan base is predominantly speaking Portuguese if they exist. At oh, all. yeah, for so sure. I like, think, yeah, those fans are on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We're not seeing any EG fans, which is weird. Um, yeah. Get get mad at PSG. Get mad at Bat Boom. Get mad at everybody else. Don't get mad at gaming gladiators for being the best. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> like it's it's so weird. Like pe people like because Quinn is on that team, people have like taken the opportunity to like finally I have a reason to shit on them. You know because like I, I feel like a lot of them are just like I'm mad that they keep that they're making my grand finals boring. And I want a reason to be mad at them. And then the this Quinn stuff broke out. And then there's, a, I think, a lot of bandwagon haters, basically. <laughs> because the rest of the team is, like, very inoffensive. In fact, they're all very exceptionally nice people. <laughs> so, it's, so it's like, you like, finally there was a lightning rod to give you a, a reason to really hate gaming gladiators. Dude. I mean, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> the, honestly the best thing their brand did was not make it to the grand finals of Riyadh <laughs> dude oh mm. man it was I don't after losing game one in Bali when, when walking into that grand finals uh, I think there was like an air of like 
got this. Um, be, like winning game one for the most part, being like, it's kind of good. Feel good. Uh, coming back from the pause, getting team wiped and then losing and then losing again and then losing some more. Um, really shit day. <laughs> really, really shit day, man. <laughs> yeah, Liquid, uh, Liquid has gotten really good at uh, giving you just a little bit of hope. <laughs> they made it to the grand finals again. They won a game. Maybe they can keep doing No, they can't. They can't. No, they, they just can't. <sighs> and wait, we got to talk about the other little bit of drama. What's the other little bit of drama? Well, I mean, there were so many problems with being able to to watch at the venue and stuff like that. There were some people who legitimately chose to watch the stream back at the hotel, um, including some players. Some players also were watching the games on a stream in their hotel room. In fact, one of those players was watching the stream while they were playing the game, uh, which is new. That's fun. I, dude, I can't believe. I, I'm like, what drama are you talking about? What the, what the, what the fuck was there going on, D- man? I have yet to understand anybody who is a pure apologist and anybody who was advocating for this being a non-issue. I think that everybody who was arguing that was either an idiot or doing it in intentionally bad faith because yeah it's 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 pretty simple guys just just don't turn on the stream of the game that you're playing it's but austin it <laughs> you was can, on... you can literally watch like Fortnite instead <laughs> if you need to it was on in the background it, it was on <laughs> mute it was on mute he it's look, like he tapped it's to it so for incredibly a easy second. not to break the rules and to not put yourself in a position of potentially cheating. It is amazingly easy to do that. You actually have to go out of your way and try to put yourself in a position to be accused of cheating. So <laughs> And then it had to be pure. It had to be pure. Like he already has basically zero goodwill from a a large swath of people so you get somebody who is one of the most notorious people in dota for bad career altering decisions who has gotten a second or third lease on life at this point and then he he is the person who is who has a stream open like does he does he put his socks on the right way? Like, what, 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 does does he feel bulletproof? Does he get it? Does he not get it? Is he malicious? Is he like just just oblivious? I don't. Who is this person? I'm, uh, okay, I am fairly confident in this assessment, and this is going to be a harsh assessment. Pure, if you ever hear this, I'm sorry, but I think he's just dumb. I think he's a great Dota player very talented i think he's just dumb and yeah i again pure if you're listening to this i like that you're you feel offended by that maybe maybe you should be a little offended by that but honestly better to be dumb than the other thing because that 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 is all it's it's one or the other at this point in time it's one or the other you're you're either you're either malicious or you're dumb so you you should I'd just take dumb, dumb. Yeah. I'd rather be done. And, and, and everything that I and, and the thing is, I've heard like uh, GPK, for example, who I know a lot of people hate on him because pub behavior and stuff like that. Um, and I don't I just say I have to do this a lot right now. I don't approve of that behavior, but people are complicated. And just because they act that way in pubs doesn't mean that they're terrible human beings. It means that they are complicated they have a bad side to them we all probably have bad sides to us that's his gpk uh has is there was an interaction that i heard about that basically he was like man i feel really bad for pure i i i don't want him to get shit on too much because he's he's a good kid 
And I am inclined to believe that. I mean, you know, it is his teammate. He's going to try and back him up and stuff like that. But this was like a private interaction. This wasn't like a public, you know, like forum sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did seem genuine, apparently. So I, I, I do legitimately think that Pure is just dumb. Uh, I don't think he thinks things through. And he's done some dumb things that have been very, very unfortunate that he has Publicly. done the dumb thing in such a public fashion. Uh, and something that in two different ways were like fucking third rails for your fucking career, you know? Like, <laughs> the fact that this guy still has a career after that is just sheer fucking goodwill and luck. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> If anybody thought that the the Z thing was malicious or that the fucking stream thing was malicious, then you would not have a career. And this guy is a very good Dota player and he could make a life-changing amount of money. Probably already has made a decent amount of life-changing money between his salary and his prize winnings, which is up to $300,000. That's more than I make in a year for sure. So... Uh, yeah, like the, this guy's career is promising. He, he is still having a career based off of goodwill and luck at this point in time. So, yeah, I, I, I think he's dumb because I don't think he's mean spirited. I don't think he's trying to cheat. That was obviously not the case with the stream thing. I think it's, you know, like relatively clear that like the z thing wasn't an intentional like you know fuck ukraine sort of thing so i yeah this uh, (laughs) dude if this kid goes on to win ti it'll just be like like you you shouldn't exist like that should you are you have no idea how lucky you are (laughs) you you tried so many times you shot yourself in the foot twice you shot yourself in the foot twice and then somehow won a fucking sprint or a marathon. You know, like, it, it's incredible if that happens. You know, if, if Bet Boom win this TI, like, oh my God, what the fuck? Was it frustrating for you how mixed the internet discourse was about that? Uh, let it- me just say... I, I, you can immediately pinpoint the people who have never had a real job in their lives on the internet when they, when I saw so many times. Well, the break went on an hour. Uh, what, what was he supposed to do for? Sit there, sit there, motherfucker. Sit there and do absolutely fucking nothing. Sit there, don't move, don't for an breathe. hour. Just fucking sit there for an hour. You know how much you're getting paid an hour? Just fucking sit there. You can do that. I pr- I've stood there for long, long amounts of time, not moving. You won't die. I promise you. I did it for, for very, very little money. Getting abused the entire time. Just standing there in the fucking sun, sweating my ass off, just trying not to faint. You can sit in an air-conditioned room and do nothing. I promise it's possible. These people who are, like, trying to defend it by, like, the break... Like, it's maddening to potentially not be able to... Your fucking Zoomer brains can't handle not being (laughs) fucking entertained, not having a puppet show in front of you for a fucking hour. Give me a fucking break. You obviously have never had a real fucking job in your life. If you're complaining, this guy has to sit there and do nothing for... There are people out there who would love for their job to be sitting there doing nothing because the alternative is them working their fucking ass off. They would love to be sitting there for an hour doing nothing. So yes, you can sit there and do nothing. You don't have to be on the stream. The hour break is not killing you. I promise it's not. Man, Tundra really made out good that event. Yeah, they got third place off of that. <laughs> so, somehow they 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 uh, they went from being lower bracket against Azure Ray, who they would have had to play Azure Ray, and then PSG LGD, and then Quest, 
but instead, they went into the upper bracket, beat Liquid somehow. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Uh, <laughs> with with a stand-in, uh, weird situation. They have a those stand-in vis- because the, those, yeah. those fucking vicious birds on fucking Radiant Bottom and by the tower that can just pull a creep wave and do nothing. It's like bullshit. The funny part is, I really do believe that, like, AUI had an impact on, like, the developing meta f- towards the end of that tournament and yeah, Riyadh be and annoying. probably TI. I'm not saying that he is innovating all of this. 33 is, like, very good about using his courier and stuff like that, but I do think he brought at least one more fucking wrinkle to the be as annoying on the map as possible with the way he played Visage and Enchantress and all these sorts of things. And people now see just how effective you can be on a bigger map. So, yeah, pretty cool. They got third. They killed us. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they fucking get that. Fucking, they get all the way top three. Be off of beating liquid getting a death win beating liquid and uh and then just get like 2-0'd out of the tournament but who the fuck cares i got top three with a stand-in so let me just say that that is another thing the stand-in things are kind of uh ruining our final day of majors and stuff How happen so? at lena happening at bali yeah like it's unfortunate because you're just like well at least one of these series is like whatever <laughs> like we got to cast the stand-in we casted the lima major finals the stand-in major that's uh, that was that was us and then we did the lower bracket finals of bali major which was <laughs> the games were very different than the upper bracket games versus liquid <laughs> yeah i mean at least the story was more interesting you could at least make believe because well you could actually believe it. they managed to them the first time so it's like oh this could be competitive it wasn't but you know it uh it was possible oh, not bad. um and on stage at lima after every win, they had, uh, like, air cannons that just went off at random times. Scared mm-hmm. the shit out of me a bunch. You know what was one of the best things to come out of Lima? We made a successful uh, uh, vlog for the Liquid channel that actually got traction on YouTube into the Dota community and circulated in a way that, like, not all of all the stuff I've been doing for YouTube has been hitting. So, from, like, a business perspective, my trip out there, pretty good pretty good because you had shirtless team liquid players on the front so i'm telling i'm telling boxy that the whole reason that it's doing well is because if you look if you look at the team liquid dojo if you look if you see the thumbnail it's got his nipple on it yeah sex sells sex sells and boxy that 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 guy's got something (laughs) and i mean uh probably also helps that the the visuals of you know a Dota team being in a pool and outside and stuff like that's way more interesting than most tournaments, I would say. So I, I think so. I, I think that all in all, Bali was a mixed bag, fair production complaints, funny snafus, shitty results. Uh, but you know, we got to go hang out in paradise for a little bit. I had a great time. I'll, I'll, I'll not, I'll not never complain about that uh, event from a personal standpoint there was at least one or two days that i would go and i would uh go swimming in, in the outdoor pool and then uh and dry off and then stroll into my uh casting room two minutes away you know that was that was pretty sweet <laughs> you're That's like hair makeup deal. please <laughs> I, I I didn't even ask for makeup i was just like they're gonna see me from this far away screen for like 10 seconds don't need makeup <laughs> um well i i think uh we we still gotta talk about about uh Riyadh, which is a whole different can of worms uh but we've been going for minutes so we should probably we should probably take the knife and just fucking <laughs> machete well, I, I i gotta go to bed yeah I'm yeah we we should machete the conversation yeah we should. we'll talk about Riyadh and all of the the fun uh controversy 
we can talk about the controversy around Riyadh and how the event was. There was a controversy? Oh, yeah. We'll be talking about Team Liquid next episode. I should, I should figure out how I can fucking talk about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you figure that out. You figure that out because, uh, you know, I'll have some things to say. Okay, well, uh, it'll be I'll, fun. Okay, I'll, I'll figure that out. And in the meantime, everybody else <laughs> can wait for that conversation. You, you get some sleep, Mr. Jetlag Boy. We'll, we'll be back at you soon to, to, to hit with, with the Riyadh and uh, deuces.